0: I believe that when people don't act normal, or they act bad, or not as sneeze, or not as interested in Yiddishkeit, that it doesn't come from them being bad. It comes from them being hurt, or in pain, in some way. That's the basis of my belief. Every Jew is good, every Yid is a chelik, or a kamimau, we all have a piece of Hashem inside of us, and everybody wants to be good everybody wants to be normal, and everybody wants to be happy, and everybody wants to exist in happiness and have a normal life. And therefore, if someone's not doing things that allow them to have that, they're annoyed, they're angry, they're depressed, they're down, whatever it is, it means something's wrong and something's bothering them. Therefore, if somebody's showing that they're doing things that are, they're not happy, that means something's wrong it's very difficult to be around somebody that's wrong or has issues or is depressed or is having some kind of anxiety or, or some kind of physical illness emotional illness mental illness whatever it is it's hard to be around them hey how you doing? shut up I'm not interested okay it's hard take your stuff you know what I mean? Like it's hard to be around them but what that does is It makes them feel alienated. And then, instead of being on this level of, let's say this is your life, Baruch Hashem, that you're happy, hopefully, and and successful, hopefully, and everything's great, hopefully, and let's say she's here. But then if we alienate her and make her feel bad, like, oh, you're such a stupid person, or how could you do that, or how could you dress like that, how could you act like that, then it pushes them lower. And then it furthers their ability to work on themselves and realize, I got issues. The more that I work with people, the more I realize that it's true. And that if somebody's in a bad mood, there's a reason. Either they have a chemical imbalance, or something's wrong with them, or whatever it is. right? Or something's bothering them, because otherwise they would be normal. If somebody's happy with themselves and had a happy life and they're in their head there, everything's fine, they have no problem with sneers. You know, there's different levels of sneers, right? There's super sneers, medium sneers, okay. But they're not going to want to go put skirts here and we're we'll, we'll being not right. Because why would you? So if she's misbehaving or not a happy camper, I believe that it's because of a reason either a psychological problem that she has, a mental illness, or things that happened to her that hurt her, or that she has a very low self-esteem. Something. We don't have to know what it is. Something. You ever have a bad day? You look like a happy camper. You ever have a bad day? You have any friends that you see them that they don't just have a bad day, but they're normal, but that they're like something's wrong with them? Right? So you can't take them what not what, so what? your sister? You can't take them as serious as somebody else who's you know normally happy and whatever and is a little grumpy or having a bad day. You gotta realize that some things they have issues. And therefore you gotta treat them differently. You gotta feel bad for them. Simple? Now it's very hard. A lot of people say, Like, you know, if I want to do chesed, I'll go join a chesed organization. I'll go to a hospital and I'll go sing for old people. I don't want to have a sister that has issues. She's embarrassment and she's always grumpy or she's always acting weird or strange or bad. But I look at it a little differently. I look at it that nothing's by accident. Everything's by shert, Which means that Hashem gave you a sister in your house who needs a smile, a hug, a good word. And that's your opportunity. Because it's not a mistake. So if you can give, and give, and not get back, and give and extend to be patient and nice, and giving, even though you're not getting it back, you become a better person. And you don't need to go to some hospital or old, old age home to do chesed. If you have the right Torah eyes, you, you look at everything differently. You say, Hashem gave this to me. What, what is my angle? Because it's very easy to be like, oh, you're an idiot, you're, you have issues. Shut up, get away and cut yourself off from her. But how did you you grow? How did you grow from this? But if you go to her and she wakes up at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and you say, you know what, can I make you some breakfast? With a big smile. Didn't you grow? If she has issues with Neus and whatever, and you don't say anything, oh you're such a bum, you're such a lowlife, life, you're ruining the whole family and all that, and you say, it's okay, I love you anyway. You're know, Hashem's child, there's plenty of modern people. We love them. Aaron was Oeb Shalom, Rodeb Shalom. Oeb Esabrios, Makaralaturah. Why does they say Oeb Esabrios? You should have just been Makaral Torah.
1: He
0: didn't even that was his Kirov. Swaram some Swaram say that he he was Makarav on Torah because he was Olavis you know where you are? You're in a place called Home Sweet Home. I opened Home Sweet Home ten years ago. I took kids in who are machal Shabbos, hate everything about Yiddishkeit, grew up from on drugs, terrible. And ninety percent of them leave here after a year from. So wow, Makarov La Torah, wow, what kind of a great Torah training do we give them? We learn with them and in with them. No. Put tulin on them. No. Put on them. No. You know what we do? Oeves Ebios. We say, you're good the way that you are. We love you. And they all on their own. There's no shakras If There's nothing. They come to my house in the beginning. to smoke on Shabbos. Not in my house. They go outside for a Shabbos walk. In the middle of my meal. And my kids were raised that way. With 33 kind of crazy brothers over the last 10 years. Since they're little. These kids come, "Mm, messed up, angry, they go for their Shabbos walk and after the fish or after the soup, "Mm," come back, smell like cigarettes on the Shabbos table, not kishmak. We show them I love you, I love you, I love you. In a year, 90% of them, hats, tzitzes, tzvillin, Shabbos, everything. Pretty cool, huh? No learning, huh? Very cool. No learning. No Shabbos, no tzvillin, nothing. They know what to do. They're just miserable people because they're sad they all have a story some of them I know some of them I may never know but they have a story and as soon as we just make them happy about themselves and compliment them and make them feel like humans who are appreciated they know what to do you ever daven chakras? you ever say hodu in the morning so in hodu it says yes, yes what does it mean happy heart
1: yes. Look
0: for Hashem. I say, Yismachlev, if the heart is happy, actually Hashem, I look for God. My job is to make their heart happy. And then, on their own, they search God much higher than I could ever push them. I could never get them to put on a hat and jacket. I would never get that far if I tried to make them from. I don't. They do that on their own. They do much better than I do. Come from and happy and 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 everything on their own. Why Because yes my slave. that's my job. My job is yes my life. Go out at night, buy them clothing, take them on trips, make them happy, pump them up, build their self-esteem, show them like they say they come here and these are kids in the street that nobody looks at. all of a sudden home sweet home. Everything is VIP. You don't go in a bad car, you go in a nicer car. You don't eat stupid supper. My wife cooks and makes has people in the neighborhood, women delicious suppers, like a human, like a, like a prince. And that rebuilds the self-esteem. They care about you. They need it more than a regular kid. They need more gifts. They need more stuff because they're so sad. That's their medicine. Their self-esteem builds. They're happier. Yismachlev. May actually Hashem all of a sudden can we buy some tzilin? Do you know where I can get tzitzis from? It's a miracle, but it happens every time. Thirty-three kids. So that's my belief system. That if somebody's grouchy or anti or upset. They have issues. So that's on them. But you know what's on you? To love them anyway. To make them feel good. I went shopping and I saw something, a shmunchka, nothing, $5, cheapy thing, whatever, with a card. I hope you have a great day. I love you, your sister. That's on you. Make somebody who's sad happy. That you could do. Boost somebody's ego, even if it's not for real guess what? I have a big secret for you. When your sister dresses in that sweater and looks great and you say, wow, you look great, guess what? She doesn't need it. But your sister who over there dresses stupid or bad and you say, wow, you look great, she needs it.
1: She knows I don't mean that.
0: So, so if she, yeah. Whatever. So mean it. The same way that I mean it. No, no, no. Well, if like,
1: if she's like, she's like, not saying
0: what? Who doesn't mean No, she just
1: knows I don't mean it because it's obviously not true. Like, if like, I'm not dressed like that, and I, <laughs> I actually think she looks great.
0: So, let's analyze this for a second. Let's dig into this. Okay? You dress a certain way. Does somebody who does not dress your way not have the ability to look good? They can not your taste you might even look worse you might be choosing to dress mortznius and you know that you're looking worse right but it's your choice are you are going to say that a girl with a short skirt who looks that doesn't look great I'm not talking about correct she look, can look great somebody wears a short denim skirt and she, she can look great she can be beautiful so you're you're saying that I have no opinion about how you look it's not great because it's against my Torah view I'm saying move your Torah view away for a second don't be the Tznias monster. And not say, you look terrible, but according to Tznias, you did very well, so that's great. Just be able to compliment someone. You look very good. You could say to yourself, I would not choose to dress that way. No. But it doesn't mean that she doesn't look good. You don't have to say you look right. <laughs> you don't have to say you look good. Right? Somebody can wear a color, a shade of lipstick and look great. But you, there is a world out there of people who look great. You're choosing to look better than them in the eyes of Tzniyas and Halacha. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is that it doesn't have to be a lie. You're thinking, if I would not dress like you, then that means I can't tell you you look great. And I'm saying, no. It's two separate things. I and wouldn't wear that. Like if, if I
1: dressed like that, someone doesn't someone just like they told me I look great, I would say, like, you don't
0: really think that. I really do think that. I think you look great. I personally have my own sneas, you know, things. I like things longer for sneeze reasons, but I think you look great. How does that change great and not great? Halacha means that if you, since you have to dress with a skirt till here, that means that if you dress with a skirt till hill, you don't look great. Mm-hmm. It's very close-minded. You have to open mm-hmm. up a little bit. It's very important because you can grow from this. You're better than she is. You're righter than she is. But she's still a human being. Now it gets harder because sometimes she doesn't look great, even for good. Sometimes if someone's just said different colors going on, they just don't look good. So how do you tell someone who's dressing really bad, even if it is tzniya, that they look great? But that you could do. Someone who's a friend of yours that you want to compliment, and she's completely tzniya, tznuwa, but she's too let that's it, right? And she's just like frumpy and really does not look put together. But if you say, you know what, I want to make her day, you would say, wow, you look great. Don't tell me you never did that. Don't tell me that every compliment you ever gave somebody was always so 100% true. No, somebody can look really bad, and you can say, wow, you look great, because you just want to be friendly and nice. Doesn't mean that that's your taste. So she'll come and have
1: everyone compliment you all day?
0: Um, that would be So, that is a spake. I guess you
1: would like, okay, like, fair okay, enough.
0: So well, you don't have enough. to, like, only compliment. It's just okay, like, right, but you could be normal, but you could be nice to her. What I'm trying to say is just because she's different than you, okay, doesn't mean that she's not worthy of a compliment and a boost. Let's talk health. Okay? You ever work in any camp for Hask or task mm-hmm. or any of these places? Okay? You give them a compliment when they finish the race right? now they finished the race about an hour and a half and you would have done it in about one minute but you say wow great Right? because they're not healthy so if she does something you can compliment it it's not according to my standards you're actually a big failure right now but I think I'm going to go fake it to you and I'm going to say wow that was great no you could just realize that even though you're a superstar but she's not so for her what she did wow that was great you can be nice to somebody who's not as successful as you you can care for somebody who's not as true as you you can compliment people who are not where they should be it, once you realize the basis that we started off with which is that the reason they're not you is because of pain or something otherwise believe me she would rather be you do I look great even though I'm not wearing a skirt mm-hmm. see very good she's learning how to lie <laughs> okay. See, you could tell a guy—well, not a guy, guy, but a brother—you could say, "Wow, well, you look great." You say, "Whoa, you would never wear pants. You look great for you. I look great for me." So the concept is, Hashem gave you the sister that wishes that she could be you, okay, and has issues, whatever they are. Do you have any idea what her issues are? So here's basically what I'm saying. From what I understand from your parents, you have a sister who is in pain. Something's bothering her. She's 22, right? You're 20. Who should be getting married first? Who's going to be getting married first? Mm -hmm. That is recession. (laughs) Okay? Something's wrong. And I want to try to make her as happy and comfortable at home as possible in order to boost her self-esteem. Good stuff. And... keep keep her as happy as we can so that way she, in six months from now let's say, will say you know, I need to get some therapy or I need to go find out what's bothering me or whatever it is so I think the family has to embark on a very strong plan of showing her that we love you and that we accept you you have a very firm household and that's wonderful if she needs things that a modern orthodox Family has, then it's kedai to give it to her, so she can be comfortable and happy, and not feel oh, not good enough for these people, because that's not, not going to work. So if she would be living in Flatbush. Her skirt would be a little shorter. They would have a television at home. Some people have, or in Five Towns, if that's where she's holding. It's not a mitzvah to say, "Well, we don't do that, and anybody who does that is bad, and therefore you're not as good as us." Because if she has a low self-esteem and she's dealing with stuff, how does that help her? How is that makarv on the Torah? There are plenty of people who are not as zocha, as good as we are, that are modern Orthodox, very modern Orthodox. If you want to be makarv of them, you can't say, first, you take care out your television, out the internet." Everything has to be on our level of kashos throughout all the chalavakim, and then you can be good. Until then, you're bad. That does not work. We tell them, we love you the way that you are. That's who you are, that's who you are, no problem. And when you're ready to grow, the growth is real. So a lot of people, kids, are poisoned by their family, from the Torah of their family. Because the kid is, is on a lower level, and they're 90% as good, but that last 10% they don't have. They're Shomer Shabbos, right? They're eating kosher, but they're not ready for whatever reason to, to hold Yisrael, to hold Rebbeinu Tam, to dress as snias you understand? They're, they're good Jews, they're okay. And this 10% that they're lacking, the whole family makes them feel like you're a bum, you're bad, you're not good enough, which I don't believe Hashem feels that, and I don't believe that they're representing the Torah. Okay? and therefore they say well and they give up Excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but you get damaged your self esteem is damaged you feel like losers because I'm not good enough it's like saying we're all swimming and everybody has to swim and if you don't like swimming or well, you're not such a good swimmer even though you got there five minutes later to the end no, not good enough not good enough that's not the Torah way there's this level this level this level this halacha says over here not everybody could do it for whatever reason but don't judge. Encourage your kids, your family, your sisters, sure. But someone who's 22 is past that. She doesn't need to be reminded. Do you know that your thing is showing the thing when you sit, when you walk? That's not. It's over. We've done our, our, our share, Even your parents have done. Now we have to show her we accept you the way that you are. We love you. And then she will be able to rebuild a little bit of her broken self-esteem and say, wow, all these people think I'm great. Yeah, but sometimes
1: it's not good
0: for the younger kids. Okay. You agree that that's what's best for her? Yeah. So I have kids who are off the derrach, completely, living at home, with eight kids in the family, brisk of super chasidisha families, and right in the middle is a 16-year-old mchal of no tznias. How does it work? What about the other kids? Everyone's gonna go up to Derek. Nothing can
1: work. It works. I and...
0: it works. Not only that, everybody can get stronger. And they do. Nine year olds, eleven year olds. That understand and that have a love for Yiddishkeit and they understand that this person is different and this is what she needs. There's a family in Flatbush that comes to me, A Flatbush Bar Park that comes to me eight kids, super, super brisker pairs. The the briskish, most brisker-ish people in the world. The father told me, oh, my boys, if it's not black, they burn it down. There's no gray. It's black, no blue. And they have a 17-year-old daughter who comes to the shop's table, open, 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 no problem. Pass the milk, pass not milk, pass the soda, pass the, part of the family, as if it's a miracle. And because they accept her, nobody's losing out. They feel bad for her. The younger, the older, nobody wants to be her. They pulled it off, because there's no friction. The odd thing here, as our G'dayim teach us, is that once you accept these kids, there's no damage. But if you don't accept them, the fighting creates damage. Is it great for young kids to have a sister with a television, or a sister with an iPad, or a sister who's not so from, or a sister that's not from at all? Is that what we want? No. But Hashem kind of sets the tone and makes those decisions. The question is, what now? And it's very hard to figure out what Hashem wants from us now. Lose, lose a kid to save another kid? Or do we really have to? Can we have them both? Can, can somebody gain... And growing up with a kid off the derich, you know, Yaakov had Esav. He did very well for himself. You know, not that we're Yaakovs, but not that these kids are Esavs either. So this tremendous growth opportunity for siblings who have a sister or brother who's struggling, even with Shabbos, which I don't think that that's her situation, Baruch Hashem. It's a little off, a little weird, a little bad mood. It's not she's she's not. You're probably the, the, the easiest case, I don't like the word case, easiest case to come to me, because I get all the off-the-down kids. So, there's no reason why this family cannot be a her as a human being and boost her without judgment. Now, what do you say? Would you sign on to this plan?
1: Yeah.
0: What about you? Yeah. What about
1: you?
0: Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what's in it for you. Chaim Kanievsky says that these kids, not your sister, worse kids, are the mace mitzvah of our generation. The kids who go off their der- the mitzvah of our generation. The scar of helping out another human being is unbelievable. <laughs> the chesed opportunity to do, to boost somebody's life, to give them a compliment, for no payback, the sechar is huge huge to be able to go to somebody who thinks differently than you and say I love you I accept you, I like you wow, that's a great TV you got wow, it's not for me but that's but you're a human it's okay, wow huge you know who grows? you do and you and you what do you lose? you grow as a human being Patience, love, giving, supporting, accepting, showing an interest—even though maybe you're not interested—is there a bigger mitzvah than that? I'm not really aware of one. So you got to come a little bit off the mighty high horse and say, you know what? I'm willing to get my shoes dirty in the mud and I'm to walk with you a little bit, even though I have a horse outside. These are wonderful kids, and if you accept them, they accept you. They really do. But if you look down at them, okay. So, bottom line, bottom line is she's hurting. We don't know what, we don't know where, we don't know why. We want her to feel like a million bucks. Bottom line, what destroyed the base Hamikdash?
1: <laughs>
0: Let's see if you know the answer. What's going to rebuild the base Hamikdash? Uh huh. She <laughs>
1: said, how
0: much? What? Uh, ah, very good. Smart. Have a which means I love you for no reason. You're not my type. You're not my style. I don't look up to you. I wouldn't pick you as a role model. But I love you for no reason. I have a I don't want anything back from you. I just love you. And if you can't do a have a on your sister, then who are you going to do it on? You can pick some random person out on the street who you don't like and say, let me do a havas on you. Hashem is giving you a havas opportunity in your house. Pretty cool. But it's your opportunity. Yes, you're, help, you're helping her. You're showing her that she's loved. But what's in it for you is tremendous chak. You're sitting at home, you're saying, you know what? I need in my life right now. I need a mitzvah. I need a schus. Schus for a good shidduch, Schus to get good marks and I don't know what was supposed to be and supposed to not get thrown out of seminary <laughs> okay I knew you what can I do hmm you, all your sister walks that way hmm and then she walks back that way <laughs> gee maybe I can go visit an old person I don't know any old people and then she's like do you mind moving over I'm like well, am thinking of a mitzvah hmm and meanwhile, right in front of you, back and forth, you can do a hundred minutes a day. Wow, you look great. It's so nice to see you. Look what I, I went to the pizza store, I got you a slice. Look what I, I saw a thing, I saw a nice card about sisters. You're my sister. I bought it for you. Ha, ah, a balloon. I love you. I miss you. I like you. Ah, let's clean them. No reason. Just Hashem. See, I'm doing what you want me to do. No. I, I'm too busy. Too busy to do this. You die. Wait. Let me see. I have other things to do right now. I have to go visit old ladies. I have to cook meals for sick people. I have to go visit sick people. And I have to study. Eat. Very important. And I have to daven. Oh, cause Hashem wants you to daven, right? Hashem saying, I don't want you to daven. Why don't you take care of your sister? No. Sorry, I can't. Got to daven. You could do both, by the way. Not either or. But we're so busy with all everything, right? Can't go on a cellar call because I have to go to Minyan. No. You have to go on a hotel call because before Minyan. Your sister comes before other things. And she doesn't have other sisters to give this to her. She doesn't have another family. have a haba's that she needs. Imagine she comes home. You go to the airport as if you're excited to see her. You do excited China. And then you go bring balloons to the airport. Balloons, China. And you hold a big sign. We love you, China. Don't write it on the phone. <laughs> we love you, China. Okay, And little gifts, and little things. And you're happy, and you call her, and you text her once in a while. Miss you, Chinam. Love you, Chinam. Whatever you're comfortable with, Chinam, saying, Chinam. You know? How's life, Chinam? What happens to you? You're more patient, you're more giving, you're more loving. You become a bigger, better person. What's the downside? Nothing. You got that one right? Your sister ends up feeling... More love, your parents end up being thankful to the children for helping them embrace a child that's suffering through something, whatever it is. You give your sister a better chance of, first of all, making your life better because she's just more pleasant, like you said, Mrs. Mirror. If you're going to be more pleasant to her, she'll be more pleasant too. Generally, so all those times that you're not pleasant there, you put you're forcing her to be in an unpleasant place, which she didn't ask for, right? you generally not pleasant, or just, no? or just her? No, I don't really know the
1: same. I'm She wasn't
0: up was You said, but I'm not pleasant to her, and then she's not pleasant to me. Uh,
1: before, like, for she
0: before she left. Before she left. So when she comes back, I want her to come to a new reality. I want her to come home to a brand new reality. You always be pleasant to her. And smiley. Generally, she will respond that way. Don't be negative and down to her because she's not regular. You want to be negative or down to somebody or mean but all, no problem. That's your girl. Too turn. Okay? You want to pick on someone? Pick on her. She can handle it. But don't pick on a sick person or, or, or a weak person. There's no fight. Cheap. Cheap fight. Pick i not like
1: going on I understand.
0: But if it does something annoying, obviously, that you want to say something, and you know that you're going to be negative to her, that she's going to be negative to you, blah, 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 blah. Don't do it. China. Say, you know, think to yourself, "Oh, well, if that was it. her that took my brush, or I don't know what you girls fight about, I would have been all, because, it." then you gain. You learn patience. You know, come in. Mm-hmm. One day, that's a session, very soon you can get married you're going to need a lot of patience. And you're going to have a man in your life. And men think differently than women do. And part of marriage, to be happy, is not to have to be right. is to be able to understand that there are different rights and there are different ways of thinking. There are different approaches to life because usually everybody marries someone that's the exact opposite of them. It's Hashem's little joke. And everybody tries to marry someone exactly the same and they get married and then five years later you ask everybody and they'll all say totally the opposite. Okay, Why? There's something in it for you to grow. You're right, and that's right. Your sneeze level is right. Your sneeze level is right. It's not right for you, but it's right for her. You want to come 15 minutes early to an appointment? The other guy wants to come 15 minutes late to an appointment? You like to check in three hours early? He likes to check in half an hour before? There's no writing wrong. So if you can extend yourself to become giving, patient people... You grow. That's the surprise. You're actually not here for your sister. You're actually here for you. ¿Comprende? Mm-hmm. You can become a better person. And they're not going to teach you this in Seneca. So that's why your parents decided to bring you here to me because they felt that you need to become better people. No, I'm just kidding. They, they, they want to do what's right for your daughter. They want, they want her to come home to a happy home that, that, that people who love her and who are siblings can, can make her feel good about herself. Your parents want their daughter to be happy, just like they want you to be happy, and you to be happy, and you to be happy. And they would do the same for you. And I'm instructing them by the power vested in me by the state of New York to give her a lot of love and acceptance, and to say we want you to have the room that you want and the Kalen that you need or that you want. And we want you to be perfectly comfortable because we have a bigger problem than internet or no internet, movie or no movie. TV or no TV, we have a self esteem problem. And if a person has a low self esteem, they're not alive. And if she's not alive, she's not going to be anything. If you ever want her to get married and move out of the house, you've got to heal her. And the way to heal her is to do things that way there's no friction at all at home. So that way, earlier than later, she will try to work on herself. Does that make sense to you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sounds like a plan? Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah. Can you do it?
1: Try.
0: It's not fake. I really wanted to buy this for you. I was really in the mall or shopping and I really okay, saw this. It not
1: stupid.
0: It's not stupid. It's real. I was really in this store and I really saw this and I really thought of you. And okay, you're a world so yeah, greatest like, sister for $5 thing. She, what, she going to think it's fake? No.
1: <laughs> we don't do this. Okay. So whatever
0: about. it is that, 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 what do you do? What do you do?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
0: Okay, so maybe you will. Maybe you'll see something. You'll say, you know what, I know somebody who's... I don't usually boost people's self-esteem, but I just found something that would boost someone's self-esteem, and maybe I could do something that I don't usually do. I don't usually sing, but if I go to old people and they say sing, guess what, I'm going to sing, because it makes them feel better, and I get a metzal. So maybe you don't usually do it, but if you're in a, a mall or a place, whatever, and you see a shwunchka or a thing, whatever, so you'll think... I don't usually do the super nice things, but I could extend myself and buy something for her.
1: The point is not like extending yourself; it's more like it's if it's not my take, Like, why am I all of a sudden like doing this? Because like, you make her thing. like why? Because yeah, i not her type to do
0: that. Because, you're right. Guess what? I used to be a jerk. Now my type is that I'm not a jerk, and I knew you would like That's it. and I bought it for you. That's better. You're improved. Say, I'm working on myself, I'm getting married, it's not my type, but I'm doing things that are not my type. It's not a bad thing, right? So
1: you not telling me it's not my type, you're just like, you're like...
0: So now listen to what you're saying. You're saying that there's something good to do, but it's not my type to do. And I'm saying, great, what are you waiting for? This is an invitation of a mashem. Do things that are not your type to do, if they're good to do, it makes you a better person.
1: And I'm not saying the whole plan is not my type, but I'm saying that, say like going to the store and coming home with a thing that says, world's best sister, that is not my type.
0: Right, and if you know that it'll make her feel better, then you'll do it. And guess what? You grew because you did something that's not your type to do, because you made someone's day. Like, let's say you had a camper who got sick with cancer. Right? It's not my type. I never had a camper before who got sick. I never sent a camper, world's greatest camper. Right? But find out that the kid has cancer, and you're going to the store see a balloon, world's greatest camper, you say, you know what? Maybe I'll send it. No, it's not your type. Yeah, but I never had a sick camper before, and she'll really appreciate it. No, she's going to say, counselor, what kind of counselor are you? It's not your type to do this. How come you just did this now? Uh, you're faker. No. You have a sister that's hurting. It's not your type. Baruch Hashem told me you don't have to deal with this. And now you do things that were not your type before to, like, look for ways to make her feel better and to buy things for her that will make her feel better. And she's going to say, Wow, it's not your type. Or, Wow, I can't believe you did this. You say, Yeah, I did it. Wow. It means even more to her because someone who's not her type to do these type of things is doing it for her. No, I'm saying that if more
1: I... More No, but if I send, her, If I give her something as a rogue-based sister, so she would think it's fake because it's not my tape. Like, someone's say like, Oh, she's so caring. Like...
0: <laughs> So, it doesn't have to be the first thing you do, but you, you can build it up towards that. And you can't say world's well, greatest sister because you have other great sisters as well. But, build it up. It's not your type to care and to call her from the store and say, listen, it's Friday afternoon. I'm at the pizza store. I'm getting stuff. You're texting her room, however you type, whatever your type is to do. And you say to her, hey, would you like me to get you some food? Stop. It's not your type. Now it's my type. I'm a better person. I care about people who are not out and about. Right? That you can do, correct? Okay, so basically what we're here to say is that your parents are very wonderful people. And they want to save and help their daughter. They need your help. We want the family to embrace her as if she's as good as you. And as normal as you, and as happy as you, and as sneezy as you, regardless of what she does. Because we don't know. 22-year-old, something's bothering her. She, we don't know. Maybe this niece will be even shorter. Maybe something... We don't know. And you know what? We don't care. We care because we care about her, but we're not going to stop. let it stop what our job is. We don't care what you are and how you act. We love you because you're our sister. And with that, we hope that she will be stable and happy. And yes, it's not your type that when you're going on the way back from work, I'm assuming, I'm guessing... But on the way back from work, to stop at an ice cream store and get your sister an ice cream. It's not your time. But you know what? You can do it. Because you have a sister at home who's not let's leave. So you do that for everyone because then
1: it looks funny to just give
0: her? You could do it for everyone, <laughs> or you can say it's special <laughs> for you. Yeah, you could be special to her, or you can also get it for her also. And you know what? It's not my type. Not my type to care about other people. Not my type to think about other people. Huh? Not my type to think <laughs> Make it your type. Become your type. You will come back to me in a year from now and say, wow, I'm totally different. It wasn't my type to say, oh, I'm so happy to see you. How was your day hug." And I did it. You're a better person. We're all here to grow. I have a lot of things that are still not my type and I have to work on. And you have an opportunity to work on it. In the beginning, it's going to be a little weird. Like, whoa, why should she be so nice to me? It wasn't your type. You say, well, I changed. You changed. I changed
1: just over two weeks ago. <laughs> Wasn't
0: my type two weeks ago? So, guess what? She'll be very happy. She'll be happy. I'm going the extra mile for you. What, what's the big deal? I'm not saying you have to hug her if it's not your hug. Whatever it is, you could extend your type to deal with someone who's who needs it. She has low self-esteem. Do we agree? She has low self-esteem. Okay. Something bothering her? She's not so much Leah. right? So guess what? She needs a compliment. Maybe it's not... What you normally do. Sisters, we don't have to compliment each other. She's not regular. She needs a compliment. You can come home on an off Shabbos or whatever people in the seminary have, you know, and say, wow, I missed you. Sisters, we don't do that. Do that for her. What do you think? Is it doable to to do things that are not your type? Or, I'm sorry, I keep on sound like I'm pigmenting, but to extend yourself to do things that you don't normally do? It's like, I have a sheet done, 20 years old, I <laughs> not do that. Guess what? Things changed. You met a crazy guy in Flatbush, he's telling you that that's the right thing to do, and you need to do that. So, 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 you know, like the Lego monsters that they build, you know, and then you can add on a piece, a, a shooter thing, you know? Girls. <laughs> Guys like Lego. You know, there are different, you could add on a tool. If it's going to help your sister, you, you, you add on a tool. You, you, you have text. Uh, you, do you have text on your phone? Something. Oh, do you have text to her? Do you ever text her? Uh, no, she's adult, yeah, I know she never. When she comes back, text her. Hope you have a nice day. Really? Yeah. That's, not, that's all I'm asking for. Set the tone. We care about you. That's all. Text her. Hope you have a nice day. She's gonna say, "What happened here? What well, is it like for four months? And everybody's texting. Hope you have a nice day. Yeah, we became very happy and friendly. Now it became our type. It's in style. You know, come on, styles change, right? One time you would never wear, you know, I don't know, whatever, and all of a sudden styles change, and yeah, what happened? It's not your type, well, it wasn't in style, now it's in style. This is now in style. I need you to tell your parents that they're amazing people, because they're really, really, they are amazing people. And it's hard for parents. They want to help her. They want to do whatever they can for her. They want to see a happy family. They care about her. They care about all of you. Come all the way to Flatbush, all the way to Brooklyn to meet with somebody and to see what can we do. You know, and and they really want to see their kids happy. There's a saying that says that a parent is only as happy as their least happy child. You ever heard that? That means if you have 10 children and they're all at level 90, you're 90. If you have 9 children at 90 and 1 at 10 then that's your level of happiness. You're as happy as your least happy child. So there are a lot of pain. So share their pain and do what you can to make their lives easier. No payoff necessarily you know, right now, although you never know. Just do it. Because it's the right thing to do. You guys are great, really. You're so lucky that you're not hurt. You're lucky you have your lives. Hashem, you do great. and you can have mercy and pity for a sister that's for some reason not. What she do for four months in Israel? What seminary was she in? Yeah. What school was she in? What law school is she in? What college is she in? What job is she in? You have a car going 100 miles an hour on the highway. Your lives, Baruch Hashem, hopefully, are wonderful. Okay, everyone has bumps in the road and everyone has little things, but. You have a car, and it's driving, and she's on the side of the road with flat tires. The least you could do is pick her up a donut and say, look, I love you. Hope you have a nice day. One second, let's get your mom in here, mom. Okay, so we came up with a plan. Well, I came up with a plan. (laughs) and they accepted to be honest and they I think they did unless they're lying but she says she doesn't like it's not her type so she's obviously not lying and um, basically the idea that we're going to try to do we want the family to show a lot of love and concern and care and acceptance for their sister who's coming back from Israel who does not really have a job does not really have much of a life and we don't really know where she's headed and what she needs and the family, as a unit, is going to care for her, and be nice to her, and say things that, like texting her, hope you have a great day, um, I was in a store, I saw something I thought you'd like, maybe a, a card once in a while, maybe a little gift eventually, just general love and care among the siblings. That's our plan. Do you think that would help? Tremendous?
1: She does get ticked off. We don't always
0: know why. Right, and we're going to do this in spite of her problems, because it's very easy to do this with someone who's just somebody that you naturally like and you get along with and doesn't get ticked off. But it's a little harder when the person has issues, and that's called a havaschina. And I'm not doing it for me because I love this relationship. I'm doing this because Hashem put her in my house, and she has issues, and we don't know why and she bites my hand every once in a while for no reason, she barks and she's annoying and I could still be nice to her and win her over and I think that if you can do it, I'm not saying it's easy but if you can do it you will really grow as an individual because there will be times that you're not going to like your kids very much and you're going to still love them and there will be times that you have to be nice to your husband and you're not going to like him either so you grow, plus you get schar that's what I think is in it for them Besides, for the fact that you're helping out your mother and your father, and you're helping out your sister, so basically, all roads lead to this is a great thing to do. Whereas the other one, so annoying, stop it! What's the matter with you? You got issues? You got problems? Go back into your room. Blah, blah 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 blah. Even if you're right, no scar, not helping, not helping your parents, not helping your sister. Really, no, not much payoff. That. That's the way I look at it. I think they agree. You know them better than I do. You want to look at them and figure it out. You want me to leave. You want to talk about it. How do you want to play this? They're great kids. I think they're really willing to extend themselves to, to, to help you and to help your husband and to help their sister and to help themselves, to help Hashem. Okay, help me. I mean, you know, they're just generally very helpful people. They just want to help everybody. If you have any questions... Or issues, or problems, or challenges. You could always come back. Am I missing something? It's very quiet. Anything else? It is very quiet. <laughs> hmm? was Yeah, digesting. To greet her straight from the get-go when she comes back at the airport, or at least at home, or at least inside the house, with balloons in her room. You know, my daughter came home from Eretz Israel, her friends and other girls came Before she came home and streamed up her room And you know, Shabbos You could have a special dessert To celebrate that she's back Hopefully she'll show up If not, you serve it the next morning And if not, Shabbos service And if not, for a while, welcome Get like an ice cream cake, uh, whatever And welcome home Like, you you make a person feel welcome And and you don't stop You know? Sunday night you tell her We're taking her out for dinner if you're too tired We'll do it Monday night or Tuesday I have a feeling that her schedule will, will have time Let me know what your challenge is. And now she's going to challenge what you're doing. Because it's very easy to be nice to someone who's nice to you. She's going to be grumpy and angry and whatever. And you got to look at it. Go to the bathroom. Say, I'll be right back before I respond. Go to the bathroom. Look in the mirror and say, it's a challenge to me. Can I overcome this challenge and be nice to her anyway? I think you can. I think you guys are Baruch Hashem. Wonderful, stable, happy kids. So you have enough in your life that you can give. For giving my 10% 10% Mysore. said you have to give 10% of your time as Mysore. And I'm telling you, Rababi is telling you you have to give 10% of your smiles and goodness to her because she needs it. And you know, Hashem always you pays for Mysore. You'll become more patient, you'll become happier, stabler, more forgiving. Stabler? I say stable? you, more stabler. you won't spell check me? Okay? And I think it's a good plan. For you. Besides for her. Especially for you. such a young age, and she gets to, to, to raise herself to be a, an angel. To give without asking for back and to just be nice and to be giving and to smile and to say, great to see you and help you extend yourself for someone who's in pain. Wow. You don't have to go to the hospital... <laughs> You don't have to go be kacholin, you have to do chesed, it. it's right there. Right? Can I repeat what I said before? She's sitting on the couch, and she's thinking, you know what I really need in my life right Just for a just for a good marriage, just for children. You know what I mean? I need a, a, a mitzvah right now. Meanwhile, you know her sister's walking back and forth and making noise and just and that, and she's like, Meanwhile, I'm trying to try think of a mitzvah. What can I do? You know? She's right there in your house, planted right there. A havas khina. Mitzvah every time you smile, every time you get her something, every time you lift her spirits. not your type. Her self-esteem is at 20. You move it to 21. You get a mitzvah. You make her smile. You make her happy. You say, hey, what are you doing? No, no, no. I know. The way I, I'm just teasing you, but you know what I'm saying. And she, she told
1: me herself
0: to... Um, she says she
1: loves Lubavitch people. Why? Because she's had exposure to them and they're all these to it. That's forgiven. That's Like she, I don't know, she had something. I don't know even what it was. How do well,
0: you I was so happy for you? Didn't know okay, forgiven. Be forgiven, right? you become better people. What now? You got an iPad. good for you. Why I get an iPad? I want an iPad. I want an iPad. No. It's good. She's the sick one. She's the damaged one. We don't know why. We don't need to know why. Your parents love each of you, and will do for each of you what needs to be done. But if she, if your parents decide that she needs something spent on her, or she needs a TV or an iPad, whatever it is, to boost her self-esteem, if that's what she needs, you have braces. No. You have braces? You have braces? Yeah. What does braces cost? Five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. See, it's not fair. You spend five thousand dollars on her. And not on me, the answer is, it is fair. Fair doesn't mean equal. Fair means that everybody gets what they need. So? Oh, it's, you, yeah, you got it for them though. They yeah. not even cost. No, I was just saying, <laughs> Right. And as Rick voice says, fair doesn't mean equal. It means everybody gets what they need. If somebody needs spaces if it costs $5,000, fine. You don't say, hey, you spent $5,000 on her, why not me? you don't need braces so this sister has needs that you Baruch Hashem don't have Baruch Hashem your car is driving beautifully and she's on the side of the road of life so if your parents need to pump up her tires with gifts or with whatever forgive her and say thank God it's her and not me I'm going to end with a little story I don't remember the name of the Rebbe but it's a great story I wish I knew his name there was a rich, rich, rich man who had a daughter and it was a rich, rich, rich man who had a son. And they made a shidduch and they both agreed to support them, I don't know, a million dollars a year from each side, whatever it was. And after the engagement, the rich, rich man of the son, father of the son of the boy, lost all his money. He can't afford anything. So now the rich, rich man who was the father of the bride Wanted to cancel the shidduch. Tells the guy, you can't keep your obligation. I want to cancel the shidduch. The other guy says, what do you mean? You can't cancel the shidduch. I wanted to, I just don't have it. It's not my fault. So he says, the rich, rich man of the call says, I'm going to my Rebbe. So he got on his horse and buggy. And he went out to his Rebbe. I forgot who it was. He gets there right before Shabbos. He tells the Rebbe, I'll reg us He tells him, listen, um, I made a shidduch the guy lost all his money, and I want to cancel the Shidduch, and he doesn't, the Rebbe says, we don't have time now, we'll talk after Shabbos, but you're going to be happy, you came to see Oh, The whole Shabbos, he's enjoying the tish, and the food, and the mikvah, and the davening, yeah, will be happy I came, it's going to be great. Goes in after Shabbos, the rabbi tells him, not only you can't break the Shidduch, but you have to pay, what the other side, because the young couple was expecting double, you have to pay what he says. Says, okay, Rabbi, I'll listen to whatever you say. But just, can you explain to me? When I came here, I told you the story. You said you'll be happy you came to see me. What does that mean? He said, No, you misunderstood me. I said you should be happy. You'll be happy that you came to see me. That you have a problem with the other guy who lost the money, and not that he came to see me because you're the one who lost the money. It's a much better problem to have that you're the rich guy now, right? And you don't know what to do when you're coming to see me about breaking the shit up, and I'm telling you to support because you have enough money. And the other guy coming to me about you, that you lost your money. So you girls are lucky that you came to see me. That you came to see me about your sister who's damaged and in pain and on the side of the road. And then I'm telling you that you have to give her from your self-esteem and from your life and from your smiles and from your time and from your money and from your concept in mind and in your day and in your life. You have to give her my And you should be happy that you came to see me.